0: business ego in life ego can be annoying to those around you in the workplace it can break your career how to keep your ego in check walking the line between confidence and ego is a constant balancing act the good news is there are strategies you can follow to keep yourself in line your business is your baby but that doesn't mean you should be the one doing everything not only is it not a good use of your time There are people out there who can do certain jobs better than you. Delegating doesn't mean you can't be involved. But it's important to allow your team the freedom to their job the way they want. Not only will it build trust, it will motivate them to do their best. Don't take yourself too seriously. Having confidence is one thing. Being a narcissist is another. Sold a business once or twice. Congrats, but no one cares. This happens every day. Don't be a jerk and think you are the only one at the top of your game. Share your experiences, not just your wins, but your struggles. Be grateful for what you have, and keep in mind that you're not the only one succeeding. And that's okay. Many leaders think they must have all the answers. Therefore, they associate learning with weakness. As a result. Greater success only leads to greater pressure to show their accomplishments didn't happen by chance. But the truth is you can't know everything, especially in changing times. You have to be wrong a lot, to find the right solution to a problem especially if it's new and unfamiliar. Being successful as an entrepreneur requires a high degree of emotional intelligence, there's no doubt that healthy self-worth and self-confidence are necessary to be effective as a leader. The problem arises when we are overly identified with the ego, which is the strong sense of me we all have that is essentially a collection of thoughts and memories created by our brains. Intellectually, most of us know that we are not the thinking mind and the ego it creates. We know that thoughts are created by the brain, and that if there is no brain, there is no thinking. By taking a few minutes each day to observe the mind in the way described above, We start to see our thinking and the ego much more objectively. It's as though there's some space between our awareness and the ego. Even more important, this may be the most important insight we can have. Being free from the ego allows us to be free from anxiety and unhappiness, and allows us to tap into peace of mind, happiness, and deep compassion for ourselves and those around us. I want to make one thing clear. I believe in social media content marketing, and promoting yourself. There is nothing wrong with these platforms and strategies. What I am going to do my best to make an argument against is ego-driven marketing. Ego-driven marketing is marketing with the sole purpose of promoting your brand or image, even at the expense of others. It's about trying to impress rather than being impressive. Self-awareness is about acknowledging your own character, feelings, motives, and desires. It's about realizing that we think more about ourselves than others do. Maintain your own scorecard. We often let other people give us a score. We long to have affirmation from a spouse, friend, parent, co-worker, boss, etc. So we give them all the power in our lives. For businesses, we let the competition or industry dictate our score. When we do this, we give all the power away. Don't let others dictate your success set your own marks and then go after them always stay a student one of the best ways to push back against ego is maintaining the posture of a student egocentric brands believe that they know it all being open to new ideas and constructive criticism will help you stay humble and always looking for opportunities to grow those who are willing to learn new ideas are the ones that will be able to take advantage of trends more quickly Fighting ego in your marketing is about creating a business or company that people want to interact and engage with. With one single post, you can either bring your company down or establish a powerful connection. Taking the time to think about your motives and then putting together ego-free messaging will help you establish your brand as trustworthy and real. Listen more than you speak. It's been said that we were given two ears and one mouth so that we could listen twice as much as we speak. While there is definitely merit to this statement, it really goes one step deeper. Almost every single time we speak, we are speaking from a place of ego. We are talking about ourselves, something we saw, something we did, something we have an opinion about. While that is all good and fine, when it comes to business, we need to make some adjustments. Business is about serving the needs of others, specifically your target market. It's all about them. To be successful, you need to listen to what they say. What are their biggest problems, needs, and desires? What are they looking for you to do for them? How can your products or services solve their problems? The only way to determine that is by listening closely and carefully. When you speak, come from a place of inquiry and curiosity. Make sure that everything you speak about relates back to the client in some way. Make Mistakes mistakes are a part of life and really there are no mistakes there are only experiences experiences provide us with feedback that allows us to make other decisions that lead us towards what we want to accomplish if we aren't willing to have experiences we aren't going to have a life or a business for that matter a big ego will often prevent us from having experiences because it perceives that a mistake is a bad thing and a sign of failure The funny thing about this is that you're probably the only one who notices the mistake, as other folks are much too busy being concerned with their own lives. Get out of yourself, shed your ego and start living. The most successful business owners are the ones who step out, have experiences and fail their way to success. Consult others. Seeking out counsel, information, wisdom, or feedback from others is a wonderful way to bring creativity, inspiration. And motivation to all that you do if your ego were in play you wouldn't even consider such a thing ego is all about you you don't have a place for others their ideas or their feedback business is all about interfacing with others from your colleagues to your vendors and supplies to your all-important customers or clients just like with the idea of having an open mind tremendous opportunity can come your way by consulting with others Don't close down the doors to success. Instead, open them wide by setting aside your ego and connecting with others. It is a lot easier to see someone else's ego than it is to see your own. It's like that little fragment of green stuff stuck in between your two front teeth. You can go all day not knowing it's there, but others do. When you finally see yourself in the mirror, it's like, why didn't anyone tell me? Learning to recognize when your ego is driving your business can be tough sometimes it takes the wise counsel of a trusted friend or advisor to see it the first step though is knowing that we have an ego and that it isn't always working in our highest interest or the highest interests of our business having an ego isn't the problem the challenge is that the ego's leading role is to generate drama unproductive behavior that keeps business leaders and their teams from delivering the highest level of results leadership is not about inspiring others The traditional approach to leadership has preached that leaders need to inspire others. This is not possible. I can't inspire you to create change. Inspiration is an intrinsic motivator and has an internal locus of control. We need to make the decision and drive our change. We need to take responsibility for our thinking, behavior and actions. When you move beyond the ego, you will drive yourself and your people into endless possibility leaders don't manage people they manage energy gratitude becomes contagious making a daily habit to reflect on all the people who helped make your day successful helps you develop a sense of humility sending a message of gratitude fosters an environment of trust a glassdoor survey indicated that 81 percent of employees will work harder when their boss shows appreciation when is it bad the reality is that everyone has an ego some have bigger egos than others and that's okay but when does ego become a dirty word in business the simple answer is when a person crosses the line between running a business to achieve its core purpose and running a business to massage their personal status there's nothing wrong with feeling a sense of ownership in your work or in your businesses but sometimes that sense of ownership moves from what you might call a sense of responsibility or accountability into seeing your organization as an extension of your ego Someone once told me that as kids we have a tough time separating our developing sense of self from the objects and people around us. That might explain why young children have such a hard time sharing toys, from their perspective, they're having to give up a piece of themselves. So, are you want to be alone or with team? Alone, you can make good decisions. Independently, you can craft a feasible, cost-effective plan suitable for your business's mission and team's goals. But collaboration means expecting and envisioning greater opportunities, ones that may have never occurred to you in solitude or just with your key managers. Everyone has utopic ideas of what their workplace could be like in a perfect world. What if everyone held hands and collaborated while working extremely efficient 40-hour weeks and meeting every deadline? Ah, that would be the life. We would all take unicorns to work and would never have to worry about traffic or pollution because they could fly, and so forth and so on. In the real world, we work alongside people. People have egos. Egos have egos. What we need to do is learn how to adjust to other people's egos in order to have a better work environment. Learning to deal with people is not just a skill, it is a survival skill. The quicker you realize that the person sitting across from you in the meeting is as tired of you talking over them the quicker you realize you are also imperfect. Recognize everyone has their reasons for doing something. Ever leave a meeting and suddenly everyone is sending around emails asking what do you think he meant by that? Or, how embarrassing is it she asked that question, I would never say something like that. Well, you don't know what's going on in someone else's head, so stop trying to figure it out you cannot control what people think or do learn something new if you're truly interested in learning how to get rid of ego try becoming a newbie at something resolve to master a new skill gain expertise in a new area or accomplish both at some point between starting and mastery you will likely feel doubt and frustration let go of your ego and ask for help find someone who knows more about a subject and get schooled in your new endeavor Business lives or dies on the decisions you make and the attitudes you hold from the very beginning. All mindsets feed the ego. Business is a wild ride, with lots of ups and downs and unexpected turns. The best workplaces represent a commitment by every person to becoming their best self. Starting with the founder, the alignment of personal and organizational values creates the compass for all decision making. When you move your ego to the side and place your best self forward. You create a value-based focus in the workplace. Leaders need to be present when it counts. When leaders worry only about themselves and show up for the performance, their ego is driving the ship. Donald Trump is known for an ego the size of a New York City skyscraper, all of which has been well documented on his reality TV show The Apprentice. It's easy to label New York's most famous real estate developer, with his flair for self-promotion and his gold-plated sense of style, as a narcissist. And traditionally, the narcissistic personality, marked by a grandiose sense of self and lack of empathy for others, is considered a liability in the business world. Their arrogance, tendency to envy others and reluctance to take blame or share credit does not recommend narcissists as team players. The narcissist's strength is also his weakness, he warns, they don't listen to others, and that can do them in. They can also be very greedy. The challenge of keeping the spotlight on Trump should come to him quite naturally. You can read more about the empire and ego of Donald Trump see the article in its original context from August 7, 1983, section 3, page 1. Some bosses will live in a bubble of their own making and no one will be able to get through to them meaning they tend not to take advice, properly hear out ideas, or even show a willingness to discuss the main issues. Egocentric people are afraid of self-doubt, of being undermined, and of simply being wrong. Ever heard of the phrase, pride comes before a fall? That was made for people who develop big egos. So what are we talking about when we refer to a big ego? Well. There are perhaps different definitions, but typically we are referencing someone with a distorted sense of self-importance. And there are many problems with this, but the whole business is built on ego, vanity, self-satisfaction, and it's total crap to pretend it's not.